जय शिवाय रेजिंग योर कुंडलिनी इज अ लिटिल बिट डिफिकल्ट थिंग टू डू बाय योर सेल्फ बाय वॉचिंग लॉट्स ऑफ यूट्यूब वीडियोज हेयर एंड देयर डूइंग इट विद द गुरु मेक्स अ लॉट ऑफ डिफरेंस the guru will make sure that you know your energy the shakti in you is flowing properly is not going here and there okay and if there are doubts or if you know uh, energy is way too much for you then guru can subside subside that energy can lower that energy on the required basis for each participant it's a beautiful thing to do it with the guru so if you are interested you can join our kundalini intensive program it's also it also cleanses all your chakras so it's like balancing all your all your chakras powerfully and if they are out of balance then kundalini is not going to awaken so what is the first thing that comes out is that each and every chakra there are seven main chakras and they are awakened the lower four chakras five chakras then six chakras all of them are balanced and awaken and after each and every chakra awakens then the kundalini rises in you and doing it with the guru is very important thing do not practice kundalini yoga just by yourself the issues that will come out from each and every chakra you need guru's guidance to handle them handling them alone is really you know going on a roller coaster ride without any belt so do not practice it by yourself join our kundalini yoga program kundalini intensive program and uh, we are doing it every month just the just the date and times are different to accommodate the people from different countries and uh, if you if you can do it at any time and you have the time then it does not matter you can join it but uh, if you would like to you know like it to be offered at certain time periods and you are from a country that we have not uh, looked into then you can definitely uh, write to us at being shiva foundation at yahoo.com you can write to us and we can accommodate your country and your timings as well and at times we do specialized programs so those people those who are not able to join the whole uh, mass classes we do provide <coughs> them special classes so if you are interested you can write to us and ask us okay namaste namaste jai shivai all the time we talk about uh, removing all the psychological patterns and uh, if we want to permanently remove all the patterns patterns means vrittis or vasanas if you want to permanently remove them then the only way is to tackle the or remove the avidya ignorance that is behind and which created all those patterns in the first place because of which all those patterns were created right so so many times we talk about this avidya 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 and ignorance 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 but what exactly that ignorance is and uh, in how many ways we can understand that ignorance so let's talk about that first very important thing to know about ignorance and avidya is that ignorance is again a partial translation of the word avidya okay so avidya does not mean actually lack of wisdom avidya actually means opposite kind of wisdom that which is true exactly that which is false that kind having that kind of a wisdom okay so lack of wisdom is never considered as ignorance while if you take the definition if you look into the definition of the word ignorance then uh, english word ignorance then you will see that it says not knowing something while uh, avidya does not mean that avidya which is responsible for creating all kinds of mental emotional psychological behavioral uh, patterns or you know they it's not Uh, not it's not called as not knowing it means knowing but knowing it wrong wrong knowing or opposite kind of a knowing that is what is called as avidya now what kind of opposite kind of wisdom we have so we classify this opposite uh, kind of wisdom into you know four major 
categories and the first category is that mistaking impermanence you know that which is not permanent that which is not going to anything that is perishable over the period of time mistaking that with eternal now anything that is eternal that means it stays forever and that forever actually does not mean that it stays only till the this creation so this is the 14th creation according to the shastras right that this is the 14th creation of this whole time so there will be another one so this will come to an end so something that is beyond all creation that is called as something that is eternal that is beyond all creations and dissolutions that is called as eternal but at time times in to refer a little bit shorter time period we consider even that as eternal which stays during the entire uh, creation one creation to so anything that stays over uh, this whole creation one creation is called as eternal for example akasha the element akash okay and uh, it's called as ether or some people call it space and uh, some people can call it emptiness or any the akasha the element which binds your entire existence existence of every every plant every animal anything in this universe and actually it binds the universe it keeps the manif manifest universe in its place so that is what the element akasha is but akasha is eternal from the point of view that it's going to stay there no matter how many civilizations come and go no matter how many mountains become get down you know are destroyed and get back into the sea and how many new mountains from the sea arises how the landscape changes how the planets changes at least for one creation akasha is the element which is not destroyed it only gets destroyed but when you look at in terms of uh, overall like whether if there is no creation ever at all and there is a gap between the next creation and the then is akasha there no it's not so akasha is eternal from the point of view that till the time this creation lasts akasha is going to be there so this is one example but you don't have to go that far away all of you suffer right when body starts aging in one way or the, or the other you may suffer it mentally some people suffer the age mentally psychologically emotionally oh i am getting old oh i am getting wrinkles oh this thing in my body is disfigured or you know doesn't look as great as it used to look when i was 20 or uh, anything any disease may happen due to the aging body organs may lose their strength the ability to digest food goes down the ability to do all kinds of physical things goes down so in lot of way body ages and so many people suffer it not just physically they suffer it mentally and emotionally so why are you suffering you knew body is not going to be eternal body will age then what is there to suffer but no when you as you lived your life you thought it's going to be same it's going to you you always lived as if you are never going to have lack of energy you are your memory is not going to be you know where did i keep my glasses where did i keep my uh, car keys and where did i left my phone in the house it happens with people over 30 plus 40 plus right you know it happens a lot so your memory or your uh, ability to stay present starts going down the level of uh, energy pran shakti starts going down right earlier you may be able to do a whole lot of work in the house now you are not and not because you did anything wrong you as no matter how much healthy you are eating or how much exercise you are doing still still body will go down body will age body will go down but lot of people suffer it this reason exact reason for that suffering is for the body related things the exact reason is that they has this opposite kind of wisdom right 
or in other words you can say they had avidya within that said as if everything is going to stay forever and it's going to stay the same right in is this same thing <clears throat> also happens when it comes to relationships right any atma who has ever taken a physical body in this lifetime is going to go away for some that lifetime is very very short so many newborn babies are just after birth just in few months they are dead right they pass away some people are able to live and still live and some people pass away in their 20s they are teenagers right some people pass away in their 20, 25 30s so in 30s people pass away some people pass away in their 40s some live till 50 60 70 and then they pass away so no matter what that time limit is you will suffer you created attachments with any soul any atma any other human being you created that attachment thinking it is going to last forever so many parents will suffer when their child goes to college he grows up he or she grows up goes to college or uh, they get busy in their lives and they are not taking care or they are not paying that much that much attention and this and that so parents will suffer what did you thought why why suffer why there is suffering because any relationship is not the same the way it was when it started and it could be even the relationship of a lover or a spouse or husband or you know wife or life partner or maybe a friendship or anything or professional relationship no relationship is going to last forever there is no such thing as forever when it comes to anything in this entire universe there is no such thing as forever but people suffer for months and years people are not able to let go why why are they hanging on to it because the avidya behind it the ignorance behind that attachment the you know opposite kind of wisdom behind that attachment is mistaking impermanence with permanence mistaking impermanence with eternal eternal they thought it's going to last forever and a lot of time people's desire are desires are not fulfilled and what did you thought that no matter what desire you have it is going to fulfilled where is were you born with that kind of a guarantee card or warranty card no <laughs> right you were not born with that kind of guarantee card or warranty card that says whatever desires you have they are going to be fulfilled and then you come up with all kinds of law of attraction and law of this and then you wonder why is it not working in my case right it works in the case of so many people they found their life life partner they found their soulmate twin flame whatever and here i love this one person and they they just never he, he or she just never returns that love back or they are not loving me back or they are not coming to my life and i am not able to so you see what is working behind mistaking anything that all your desires will get fulfilled and everything that you no matter how <clears throat> how you know silly it may be or you may see that there is nothing wrong with my desire why is it not getting fulfilled again the same thing you didn't came with such kind of a guarantee card or warranty card that all your desires will be fulfilled but in your mind when you are creating any kind of attachment it may be uh, the attachment some people have attachment to their clothes as well you know i'll never throw this is my favorite t-shirt i'll never throw this is my favorite blanket i will never throw this is you know my favorite shoes i'll always keep them this is something my my grandma gave me so i'll something that i'll always keep see having an attachment with things and then some people get attached so much attached with the places oh this is my house i have ever always lived here since childhood i am not getting rid of this house no matter whatever is happening the house may be coming down falling down or 
it may not be so viable for your children to take care of you because the house is in such a condition or they want you to live with them or you know go to some other safe place nice place or whatever the reason is but some people are not ready to get rid of their house they don't want to get out of their house and no matter how much suffering it becomes but they are so attached to that house so every thing every time an attachment is created in the first place again the same thing even when desires are not being fulfilled that means you are so attached to something it could be a person it could be a, a relationship it could be a thing you know some physical material thing or it could be uh, you know anything any place or anything any house car mobile phone whatever it is some people feel so bad they suffer if somebody hit their car as if their body was hit it's okay you go and get it get it reported or do whatever but what is there to suffer oh my car now has a scratch well how many scratches are you getting because of your car on your soul how many scratches are you getting in your chitta in your uh, you know plane of dimension of your uh, mental emotional behavioral patterns of your vrittis so how many scratches are you getting there because you got one scratch on your car or you just are not able to you know get all your uh, attachments become they also people also respond the same way and they feel so attached to you so all your attachments are not you are not being able to survive your attachments then also it becomes a lot of pain and how many scratches and attachments and you know you create how many impressions you are creating continuously on your chitta because you are practicing your attachment you are living your attachment every day every moment basis everybody's parents will someday go away but no some people suffer when their paper parents are gone some people suffer for a long time and they suffer keep on suffering and they do not want to fix it it's one thing to suffer but moving forward in life means that you are suffering it's fine you lost your loved ones and you are suffering but at the very same time you want to have a bigger understanding of life you won't want to get out of this avidya which says that everything which you had like you know everything is permanent everything is eternal nothing ever you will lose neither your body nor your relationships nor this house or car or you know nor your things that you have gathered material things that you have gathered in life so how many times people suffer that suffering shows that there is avidya if that avidya is removed then your time to suffer will be minimized seriously you may suffer for like an hour two hour a day two day but very soon the wisdom will kick off from within that will say okay everybody who is born going to die some day or that my attachment is wrong i cannot have this or even if i have that have this or that person in my life or this thing or that thing in my life for how long is it going to last it's not or and my joy is not connected to all those things so mistaking impermanence with that which is permanent or eternal this is the first category of ignorance that people have and they are living this ignorance day and night day and night and due to attachments when you are attached to something and they be, you you have that then comes fear of losing right you don't you fear what if i lose this person so you try to manipulate all the other people because you do not want to lose this person or you may try to be manipulative or you know some fear driven behavior will be there always you will go into suspicions of and it's not just the person it could be a job it could be a business deal it could be anything right thinking that the whole world belongs to you and nothing you will lose ever that's a kind of avidya so this is the first category second category of the thing category of avidya is mistaking impurity with purity that is the second now purity we refer to something that is towards moksha that helps you the 
pure understanding, pure wisdom will help you get rid of all your patterns and walk your journey towards ultimate liberation, towards, you know, Sat Chit Ananda, towards peace, towards bliss, towards love, towards Shanti, towards whatever, <clears throat> towards truth. So all, all that will happen. And anything that you, if you are, if your wisdom or your understanding is impure, then you'll move more, more towards bondage. This bondage, that bondage, and you'll go on and on and on into the bondage. So what is impure in life? What, what all is impure? You know, <clears throat> first thing to start with is this body. Now, purity, impurity does not mean you create uh, likes, dislikes, another pattern, or you create aversion with the body. Body is a tool. Body is a tool for you, given to you. It's a vehicle given to you so that you can experience life. You can know the greater wisdom. You can actually attain ultimate liberation, peace, bliss and love. You can, it's, it's given to you for that. And this body, this body excretes, this body secretes so many uh, things that you may not want to smell or you know touch or eat. Or, you know, you just want to get away from it. So thinking of this body, so many people have so much attachment with the body. This perfume, that perfume. And it's not wrong to take care of your body. So don't go to that extent that, okay, just leave that body. It's dirty anyways. Why clean it? No, not like that. But getting attached to all the time looking into the mirror, how nice I am, how good looking I am, how much better body I have. I am so beautiful and this and that and all the time the efforts are into beautifying yourself. Your self-worth comes from how you look, not from how much intellect you have got or how much pure your intellect is. So your self-worth is not coming from that. Your self-worth is coming from how you look. All the time buying this clothes, that shoes, this thing, that thing. And all the time busy into beautifying your body and taking care of you, working on your body, body, body. What to eat, what not to eat, what to put on your face as a cream or lotion or anti-aging cream or this cream or that thing or that thing. All the time thinking about body, 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 body. Body is one impure thing. It will secrete, it will get dirty. Clean it in a timely manner. Clean it every day. That's your job, maintaining the vehicle that you have got. But being obsessed with body, that should not be there. Because again, you are mistaking that which is impure as something very pure, pristine, divine. No, it's not. Okay, this is one example. And uh, another example, go further in the body. So many people are so obsessed with their genitals, their private parts. So many people are so obsessed. They should be of this size and this shape and should be looking like this. I need to do to make them better or, you know, look for this size enhancement or that size enhancement it goes, goes the same thing with females as well they might think about their body parts as being less and not enough uh, appealing sexually appealing and so a whole lot of effort goes there come on it's the dirtiest thing <laughs> don't be obsessed no need to be obsessed with your body parts whether they are your hands your muscles or your private body parts really does not matter again but in the mind the opposite kind of wisdom says oh these are something of you know something so pure so pristine so divine it's not again it's not wrong to take care of your body parts and keep yourself clean and nice but whichever they way they are whichever shape size they are it's fine that is that is your body so just do but you think of body people think of body as something that their, you know, partner should become addicted to or partner should become uh, so much attached to that they do not think about. So you are thinking of your body parts at use as other person's center of atten attention or center of attachment. So your mind is always there. 
a whole lot of people do all this kind of thing so again mistaking that which is impure as pure okay and uh, so many you know poems are written so many poetry happens that somebody somebody's eyes was like this somebody's lips are like this ears are like this and so many poetry goes on on the body itself well think if the opposite kind of a poetry somebody writes that you know eyes will have uh, dirt in them or somebody's nose may look like very beautiful but nose really produces something very <laughs> dirty that you do not want to touch or do something somebody else to touch and uh, do it and same thing is with the all your body parts there is a secretion going on all the time but no seeing beauty and purity into something that is not that's called blinding yourself so the all this avidya opposite kind of wisdom in other way you are blinded you are not seeing something for real the way it is you are seeing it with some rose colored glasses and you have that rose colored those rose colored glasses are called as avidya nothing but those glasses are made up of ignorance or avidya right and it is going to create so many patterns into you it will give rise to so many patterns it will give rise to strong patterns that reside in muladhara chakra or root chakra and they reside in uh, the sacral chakra swadishthan chakra so these two chakras are going to have very strong patterns if you are attracted or attached to your body all the time okay in one way or the other and not just your body the body of your life partner your lover your spouse or whatever anybody's body and if your way of thinking about people is because of their body then again it means you are attached to your own body so much that's the reason a very strong judgment comes to you for the people based on their color of skin based on their the way their eyes are or based on their how they look i mean you know they might be short or tall or this or that it's not wrong to see that a person is short or a person is tall but liking or disliking a person because of how they look that is avidya complete avidya complete ignorance mistaking that which is impure with the purity how why in your intellect you that your power of discrimination is discriminating on something that is impure already that creates very strong patterns in these two things mistaking permanence with impermanence and mistaking impurity with purity creates lots of attachment raga aversions dvesha and abhinivesha fear fear and resistance to change all that is created and muladhara root chakra first three chakras root chakra and sacral chakra and fire solar plexus chakra all these chakras will have blockages because of these two categories of wisdom okay and <clears throat> next thing is another in this whole thing in this uh, second category mistaking another thing in this same category when we say about mistaking pure uh, impure with the pure so another thing is what you eat a lot of people will think alcohol taking alcohol is fine again they are mistaking it and when people are drinking alcohol it really feels like as if they are drinking the divine nectar right? it feels like as if they are it's the best thing to drink in the life and water is such a thing oh they offered me just water they didn't offer me you know alcohol or some wine or something like that they offered me just water or even tea in comparison right always know that if you are offered a water in somebody's house that is the best thing that you can ever have and uh, anything other than that tea is fine coffee is fine but in comparison to water no it's not fine right water will increase your pranic shakti the vital force in your uh, body tea and coffee are going to lower down that pranic shakti alcohol is going to crash that pra pranic shakti seriously crash that pranic shakti okay 
but when people are being offered all these things and they think so nice of those people who offered them tea or coffee or alcohol they are they are thought as oh they are the host they are very good host you know because they offered me alcohol they always offer me drink they always offer me tea coffee and so many other things but and they may think of other people those who are offering them uh, when they go to somebody's house they offer them just the water clean nice pure water then they will think that the judgment will come out oh they just offered me water what else they didn't even ask me if i can have tea if i want to have tea or coffee or alcohol or whatever <laughs> you see how the judgment comes from mistaking that which is so pure water mistaking the impurity of alcohol and all that with the purity again same thing is with eating somebody may offer you very nice vegetable vegetarian food you know home cooked nice vegetarian food but so many people will feel bad about oh they didn't offer me uh, chicken or fish or some kind of a kebabs or some some non vegetarian food they didn't offer me that and they always give me just the vegetarian food again you're mistaking purity with impurity mistaking impurity with purity right and you will think of such people as very low grade people and not very good host because they didn't offer that thing this thing that and all that so that is in your mind again you are mistaking that it's not the wisdom of life to uh, good vegetarian food will increase your pranic shakti right you increase the prana in you but if you somebody offers you a whole lot of non veg varieties in their house oh you are going to have a bad crash in next two days and uh, that non veg is not going to get out of your intestine for next 15 days so so damn difficult for our intestine to handle that but uh, you're eating it once or twice or sometimes it's fine that is not a problem at all but uh, you see how the judgment in the society comes from in the form of what you are being offered in somebody's house or what the host is giving you again the same thing you know mistaking uh, you know pap as punya say same category that mistaking impurity with purity so doing all kinds of wrong things is considered as so what i took bribe from somebody but see i did charity well doing charity from the money that you received in bribe is going to help you karmically no it's not going to help you i am very helpful to everybody but wherever i go i just talk and you know do kind of backbiting and always talk bad things bad things about this person that person this place that place this food that food this person's clothes that person's jewelry and this and that and so many different things so mistaking that which is pap wrong from the point of view of the life that you are from the point of view of the atma that you are mistaking all that with something as punya see i did good and so many people help others because either they are returning the favor and or they expect that the person should return the favor in future after all i helped them in this way so now that they should help me in that way so this is again very wrong thing to do very wrong thing to so very wrong kind of a wisdom that they are working in the back behind right so always trying to take that which you have given or something else that you have given so if you have given you need to take it back oh once i did once i went there for you now you should go that that to that place for me or once i did this for you now you return the favor in some other ways to me so considering and there could there could be thousands and tens and thousands of examples for this these kind of things you need to just think thoroughly what kind of thoughts you can examine your thoughts you can introspect yourself and you can look into your actions your speech every day and you can see what was the avidya behind every thought behind every speech behind every action what is the avidya that is working in continuous manner and until you remove that you cannot successfully remove a pattern you may get rid of one attachment today 
but you will create some, some other attachment tomorrow. You may get rid of one fear today. Tomorrow you stand a very good chance to have so many other fears created in your life. You may take care of one like and dislike. Then you will create thousands of others. You may create, take care of one kind of aversion. Aversion from one person or aversion from one thing or one place or anything like that. But or one situation. But very soon you will create aversions in all the other directions. So this game is not going to get over until the ignorance behind it is understood and realized and it's not so simple no matter no matter how much anybody tells you that your attachment is wrong or your attachment is your suffering is useless and you know you're just crying for for no reason and this and that and you need to get rid of you need to let go you need to move on no matter how much anybody tells you that it's very difficult and no matter how much you mentally understand that, yes, I need to get rid of my attachments. I need to get rid of my fears. No matter how, how much you understand these things. Until your suffering reaches the level where it becomes a matter of life and death in that moment itself, either you will realize the wisdom and you will say no more. No more I stop from this moment. I stop this suffering from this moment. I will suffer my attachments, my fears no more. I'll have this fear no more. I'll have this aversion no more. Because I understand and I realize that I was wrong. I was wrong. I had wrong wisdom of life working in me. And the correct thing is nothing is permanent. So next time when you get into a relationship and you start liking something, immediately you will understand that, okay, I can enjoy for what it is in this very moment, but I will not cry if it is not there tomorrow. So realization of that wisdom may take you a few months, may take you a few years or may take some people this lifetime. Or, and some people, yet some people, the many, many, many more lifetimes to realize this wisdom. It's one thing to mentally understand something. It's completely another thing to embody that wisdom and live by it every moment. Which is what is called as really living from the anatta that you do not create any pattern anymore. You stop creating pattern. So when you see for two years, three years, when you had the realization of the wisdom and you see that for about a year or two years, you did not create any wisdom was changed from the background. The ignorance was gone. The darkness was gone. So there's light and in light, nobody creates misery for themselves. Nobody creates suffering for themselves. Okay. So then we can say for next two years, three years, when you do not create more fears, more attachments, that you can be very sure that yes, I'm beyond all that now. I see other people as they are and try not to judge them in my head. There's no courthouse going on in my head. And when I love somebody, I know that it's not either I am not going to last forever or the relationship or that other person is not going to last forever. Everything will go away someday. And it could be tomorrow. It could be the right next hour. And I will not suffer that. So I am loving others. But from the wisdom that nothing lasts forever. There is no such thing as forever. So it's not wrong. It's not that people, those who start living from the wisdom, they do not love others. They do not have compassion for others or they do not take care of their body or they do not take care of the house or car or anything that they have got. They do it, but they know one thing. Always the wisdom in the background is working that and nothing will last forever. But while it is lasting, I am taking care. While it is lasting, I love this person. While I have this relationship, I enjoy it completely. As if this is the last moment. So see how much presence of mind happens in your relationships, in your job, in your life. And every moment becomes as if it is the last moment. 
So you live from your full potential. So it becomes very beautiful. And no patterns are created. If tomorrow that relationship is gone, so be it. You'll cry for a day, for a few hours, for a couple of days, but then it's over in your mind. You do not hold on to anything that is gone. You do not hold on to yesterday. You do not hold on to any relationship, any person or anything in your life. That doesn't mean you do not have sensitivity to even feel the, the absence. You will feel the absence. But suffering it, suffering your attachment and feeling the absence are two very different things. Until you go beyond this, until you have realization of this wisdom, it's very hard to understand this one very sentence. That feeling the absence of somebody versus suffering your attachment are two very different things. Next thing is mistaking suffering with happiness. Oh, everybody will understand this, right? Mistaking suffering with happiness. No matter how bad or ugly a relationship becomes, so many people just do not get out of it. Why? They think this is the happiness that I deserve and this is the happiness for me. Same thing is with eating and drinking. They think they are choosing suffering by eating wrong things, by drinking wrong things. That which is not going to give your body a vitality. But it is considered as, oh, I feel very happy when I eat this chocolate cake. I feel very happy when I drink that kind of a wine from that kind of a, that particular winery. Really? You are choosing suffering, but you are mistaking it with happiness. You are playing in your mind. The other person doesn't love you, but one-sided love goes on and on and on and on. And you keep on thinking, oh, I felt so happy. I dreamt about this. I felt so happy. I That person just called me. I felt so happy after messaging this person or calling or talking to this person. Well, you are leaving your attachment and you are choosing misery. You are, you are choosing suffering, but you are mistaking it with happiness. Again, you can... Think of, you know, hundreds and thousands of examples of this. And you will see people living those examples around you all the time. Mistaking, choosing, suffering and thinking of it as happiness. Same thing, last thing. And the last one is very, 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 very most important one. And that is mistaking the asmita. As I am, as me, as I, as the real you. Mistaking asmita. Asmita means whole lot of identities. Mistaking all your identities as real you. And all the time staying in that head, in your head thinking that I am the boss or I am the manager or that I am the father, I am the mother, and I am the brother, I am the son or daughter, and I am this, and I am that, and I am a woman, and I am a man, and I am, you know, American man or woman, or I am, you know, Australian man or woman, and I am Asian man or woman. So, any identity that you may have. Thinking that as real you. And trying to maintain that identity, that social image. And always and always worrying about if that working and all your efforts are, oh, my image as a wife, my image as a husband, my image as a father, my image as a mother should not be you know, tarnished in any way. Should not be tainted in any way. Really? All the time working to maintain those identities because you think of them as real you. And if somebody says your son or your daughter, teenage son or daughter starts breaking your ego left and right and suddenly your identities are, you know, getting, feeling very bad about being a father, being mother. You suffer a lot 
my son doesn't talk to me this way and that way he doesn't love me my daughter doesn't do this and that and no matter what i say and you know i feel very bad and lecturing them is a really this thing and i don't care if they destroy their life i don't love them anymore they don't love me anymore all those kind of things start coming to mind because that identity got hurt you got hurt through that identity somebody broke that identity in you and you start going all haywire so much of hue and cry on the name of identities being broken somebody didn't treat you like a woman your identity is broken somebody didn't treat you like a man and your identity is broken and so much of hue and cry because and you suffer whatever happens to these identities you suffer that why are you suffering when an identity is being broken in you because you have this you have mistaken asmita with i you create so many this identity in you creates desires those desires whether they are fulfilled or not they create they become attachments expectations and then fears are generated so all this kind of avidya all these four categories of ignorance or avidya will create strong psychological patterns or vrittis in your first four chakras these this this ignorance is what pollutes all this four chakras and realizing this wisdom is what takes people lifetimes realizing this wisdom is one thing to know it know something mentally but i'm talking about embodying that wisdom living in your through your thought through your speech through through your actions living that wisdom on everyday basis that is called as realization of this wisdom that is was what the entire spiritual journey is about so that some day you come to these realizations and in the end the last one when you realize that these these identities are not me so that is the last thing that is when self realization will happen enlightenment will happen so that real self is and is realized after you had the all these four different different realization and they become part of your 24 by 7 moment to moment life no thought thought in your in your mind is generated which is carrying which is carrying any of these four avidyas four categories of avidyas four type types of ignorance no thought is there no emotion comes in you no emotional turmoil happens to you in your mind in your in your body in your existence because of all this no pranic shakti goes down because of these ignorances nothing you speak or say that has these ignorances as a seed behind none of your actions are like that which are generated your actions may highly look opposite but they are not propelled by any of these four categories of this uh, avidya that is when there is no way you can create anything new in you any new pattern in you any new vritti in you ever and that is when you spiritually ascend really fast and your ability to stop your ability to create new vrittis new patterns when that is that comes down to zero and you dealt with all the existing patterns and you are not creating the new ones that is when you start having when you reach that stage and you sustain that stage for years that is when samadhis start happening you to you and that is when kundalini starts rising kundalini never ever rises till the time these seeds of ignorance these seeds of avidya are lying there in you however dormant they may be but if they are lying within you kundalini is not going to rise so the first thing that comes up is bring out whatever is there in each and every chakra okay bring out the patterns that you have stored in your all your chakras first four chakras bring out all those patterns deal with them if you want to cry cry if you want to suffer suffer but let go move on through understanding through having the correct wisdom realizing the correct wisdom and then 
purify all your chakras first four chakras so we are doing this kundalini intensive program and uh, we are calling it intensive because a whole lot of people's patterns will come out okay through these uh, kundalini kriyas and when you are stable and you you do not create new patterns kundalini will rise by itself but because you are doing it with me and through this program people are going to do it with me so they'll be guided their energy will be channeled properly and they will be guided at each and every step and even after the program is over we do provide support i'm always there to answer questions or if some something crazy come comes out and you do not know how to deal with it and if there are memories like that if there are patterns like that then it's a whole supported very well supported kind of a program so and we are doing this kundalini intensive intensive every month so just the dates and times are different to accommodate the people from different countries you can do it you can join it if you really are ready to bring your patterns out if you are ready to let go of all that is not you if you are ready to get rid of the garbage that you have collected within in the form of psychological patterns in all the four five chakras okay namaste इनिशियशन्स आर अ रियली पावरफुल वे टू स्टार्ट द फ्लो ऑफ एनर्जी विद इन यू एंड स्टार्ट द फ्लो ऑफ शक्ति विद इन यू अ पावरफुल शक्ति विद इन यू एंड इनिशियशन्स हेल्प यू अवेकन ऑल द डिफरेंट सेंटर्स एनर्जी सेंटर्स एंड चक्रास इन योर बॉडी सो यू कैन स्टार्ट ऑन योर स्पिरिचुअल जर्नी or if you are stuck and stagnant since last one year or two years you have not taken any initiation then i would highly recommend that take a powerful shaktiful initiation from a samadhi guru if you have a guru you can reach out to them otherwise we are providing initiations for a limited time the price for the initiation has been lowered down significantly and you can avail that opportunity and you can do get and get in in initiation and uh, after the initiation you also get a mantra to pra- practice along with it or a kriya to practice depending upon what level you are you are given in a spiritual practice so initiations are not something that we are doing in a mass initiations is something very much personal and uh, individual to the person who is getting receiving the initiation and after initiation also is not as it's not like you know you take an initiation and then you are gone if you ever have questions or something comes up and you would like to discuss we always accommodate those request and support so after the initiation the support is provided so you can walk your spiritual journey and you stay on course you stay on path and you do not get stuck anywhere so get initiated by a guru and advance your spiritual journey improve the level of consciousness that you are remove the vrittis or patterns from different chakras and uh, awaken each and every chakra and become a beautiful being just the being that you are namaste jai shivaya